0: going now. Welcome to Meathead Chatter, it's a very special episode for you today, episode 6, I believe.
1: Oh, that was what you were that asking That was what me? I was asking. Oh, no, I think it's on 7. I don't know, I just listened to the f- God. God. our
0: intros just get better and wow, better. Wow, we are so professional. Going with six. <laughs> Welcome to episode <laughs> 6.
1: With me
0: today, as always, is uh, Preston Sinisek. How's it going, just everybody? just had a meet. I am sore. And Brandon Lewis, special guest today. What's going on, guys? Last name's Lewis, right? And just okay. I went to school with a guy named Brandon Lewis, and for a second I was like, "Wait, is that correct?" Or did I just flash back? To it? <laughs> that is correct. This is the level of professionalism we've all come to expect here at Meathead Chatter, and with you as always, me Dan Mason. So hey,
1: what's up? Welcome, Preston. What did you do yesterday? I got the crap kicked out of me. <laughs> oh man, meat recap.
0: Let's see. Meet recap. So, Preston did a little uh, powerlifting meet yesterday, little and bit if of a, uh, little you bit guys practice meet, if you guys had a chance to check out the IG, you'll kind of get a little bit of a breakdown on what uh, how you placed
1: and stuff. I kept with all the happy stuff. Preston, did you post any negative shit? I have not posted <laughs> a single thing because I have not been able to decide oh. how I want to do things. Yesterday was a tough day. Um, definitely not what I expected. I went in expecting a lot of, bi- lot bigger numbers, uh, squat and deadlift in particular, but it is what it is. Um, I PR'd a ton of stuff. Actually, I w- opened up with, um, APF state records. Um, so that was kind of cool. Didn't think about that. I, my perspective at the end of the meet was literally, I walked up to Dan after I missed my six 660- sixty. dick deadlift and i said i'm done with this i quit i'm not doing worlds i'm not doing anything i'm done and what did you say to me last night when we were having dinner i don't even remember it was it was was a pejorative no it was it was no it was it was it was interesting because he this is how good it is how nice it is to have a good coach um so he literally was like I, i i was like all right well i'm gonna wait five minutes his mindset will be different, and he was oh, completely yeah. correct. That was
0: that was my head talk because when you came and we like spouting off and
1: oh my gosh. Being
0: whiny, I was like, mm, just give him a minute. I didn't even, I don't think I even responded to you. I was no, just like
1: I think you shook your head. I don't know. I shook
0: my head, shrugged my shoulders, and walked away. <laughs> right, probably it, what
1: happened. It just shows, you know, like definitely I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect, and for me, it was all I have is a new fire under my ass to like compete again. Like all I want to do is break down my training and figure out where I, where I, uh, went wrong. And I, I've spent a lot of time thinking today what it was that went wrong. Cause I was so upset because I thought I had a perfect prep. You know, my, my, my head game was there. And then I start dialing back. I'm like, well, about four weeks prior, my back started to piss me off. We dialed back my deadlift volume right. and we made huge changes to my programming. Which, yeah,
0: we kinda pulled put a couple more squat things in there and yeah. pulled some deadlift things in there. Which hindsight being twenty twenty, maybe that was a good call, maybe it wasn't, but if we'd have kept drilling on the deadlift you could have just as easily had a really bad deadlift. Right, right. Too. But the other thing I know, right. You motherfucker, you opened so high. Dude, on you everything. were so <laughs> mad
1: at me. You didn't think I was going you thought I opened way too high on the deadlift and I,
0: I'm just glad the squat went lower than what we
1: were. <sighs> right, yeah. That. So the yesterday was a, did not start great. Something everything about yesterday just fell off. Like everything was technically wrong. I had a lot of technical breakdowns on my squat and my deadlift. Um, which actually brings me to my point of what I thought was a perfect prep. Um, the more I dial back into it and I start looking at it, I started the prep with a mindset of perfect mobility. I'm going to do a ton of mobility work, you know, make sure my thoracic spine is able to move because I was having a problem with my thoracic spine moving very well. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to work on, it. I'm going to work on it, you know? And I thought I did. And then I realized, yeah, for like, maybe. wow. Thanks for, thanks for meeting me there. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, or was I, oh yeah, I think I, I did it for maybe two or three weeks. And then um, basically what happened is I kind of stopped with it. And now, like, I noticed that I could not, you know, arch my back. I couldn't get into a good upright position. So my sumo deadlift was already compromised. So right. so going into this next block I have to remember when well, you like, will that see mobility on, stuff is on huge. the videos
0: so on my Instagram account I did post uh the video of the sumo deadlift the 635 that you hit that yes. moved super fast but if you've seen Preston deadlift consistently before you'll see that it was definitely a little slower off the floor mm-hmm. and it's pretty much because you just couldn't get the same start position you had in the past
1: Right right and I think you know for me um I, I wasn't, I, I think I lost focus that on what I wanted to do. You know, I, I wanted to come into this meet and hit a big big deadlift. And then I was like, oh, wait, maybe I can do classic raw and, you know, throw on some wraps real quick, get used to it. I'm out of a monolift. Like, you know, and I, I changed midway what I wanted to do. Right. Which was kind of a dumb decision. And
0: so as far as me as a coach, I'm never, any, so I coached gymnastics and shit for a long time too. And I was never the coach that was like, no, this is what we're going to do, this is why we're going to do it, just fall in line, just because with tumbling and shit, I'm like, I don't want to have to scream at you to do a skill that you're scared of for you to actually do a skill. I want you to, like, actually accomplish it. So even rolling that over into how it relates to how I coach in in lifting is like, dude, I'm your coach. I'll make recommendations, but in the end, if you want to fucking do something, I'm just going to try to mitigate damage if it's not an ideal thing, or or I'm going to try to figure out how to make the thing you want to do Realistically, happen so so. For me, hey, if y'all are looking for coaches, if you're looking for one to just like be like, no, just follow the fucking program, do what I told you to, even <laughs> if it's a good idea. I'm just not that coach. Like you're an adult, and if you want to make decisions, we're gonna roll with it. And honestly, like I don't think switching to wraps four weeks out is a bad idea. I know. Oh I didn't, no, I didn't think that was a bad idea, and I no. still don't think it no, was. I a think bad we idea. made a good call. We just, I, I just think. That first squat missed for whatever reason, and it kind of threw off your game. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: the the day started wrong.
0: In that third squat, you shouldn't talk shit, but I'll talk some shit. Right. So that third squat, I have no freaking idea why they pulled that. And the reason that they shouldn't have pulled it is because the head judge had no freaking idea why they pulled it. Until after they said what it was, which was the bar rolling down your back, which I didn't see. Like, I watched the video a million (laughs) times. I did not see that movement happening. When you stand up and unrack it, you reset your lats, which brings the bar down. But that's not when they pulled it. And that's when the bar would have come down. You squatted down. Hey, we can talk about depth all day. Right. But I've seen squats that that high pass. They passed those squats yesterday. Um, But like. They just the th- two or three dudes before you fucking died doing squats, and right. I think they were just trigger happy, and that's a thing that can happen, and it sucks that it happened. But I mean, look here's the here's what I want to say about your meat. First of all, powerlifting meat's like shit will happen, and it always seems to happen on squats more than anything, right? But what I love is that uh, you still won your division. You still won best lifter. You had a five pound meat PR on your bench. You had a seven pound meat PR on your deadlift with your opener. Right. Like that's a pretty damn good day for going four for
1: nine, <laughs> right? Like, right. Well, and I know I want you know I I'm, I can say I'm upset about the hey, spotters, but I love the that, spotters that were you're, the real MVP of yesterday.
0: I love that your your bench PR you bench PR when we really didn't focus on your bench at all this prep. So that was kind of cool.
1: Right. Yeah, no, we we did not. But yeah, don't take away from the spotters. They were the real MVP especially in the bench um when you're when you're dealing with equipped lifters and bench, <sighs> yeah, it is God. super dangerous. Um
0: equipped lifters dying on their squats is the reason they pulled yours early. Right. Right.
1: So like bench
0: they saved a dude's life yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was That was
1: scary. What was that
0: dude benching? It was something eight. Yeah, he was benching 8 yeah, and I mean, he, dude, that shit was on his face by the time they got to it. Yeah, he, <laughs> well, like they got to it, and then it kind of got well, to his face, and they got up. Well, like, and Jesus well, or sorry, Christ. no, it
1: wasn't eight. He he squatted eight. He went. He took eight oh five three times in a row because his first eight oh five opener, I think he tore his ACL. Jeez, because oh, like, we saw the because when on he the was side. benching, he had enormous mm-hmm. bruising on his knee. Yeah. He still was able to hit that. So like. Hey, <laughs> there's something busted in that dude. Something busted <laughs> that dude's head, <laughs> <laughs> not just his knee. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was a good meet. Um, it, was, it, it was a practice meet. You know, I wanted to be upset about the squat. I'm not squatting out of a monolift. I don't compete out of a monolift. I right. don't train out of a monolift, so I don't know why I'm getting butt hurt about it, for one. Bench, we didn't t- put a ton of time into. The fact that I was able to hit a PR was cool. Like, I don't know what was going on yesterday with the bench. I don't know if it's the way we've been training. But I benched more yesterday than we did at all in training. Yeah. Like I didn't even touch that weight in training and I still hit it.
0: But you touched it you touched it when we were doing our overload work, right? Yeah,
1: I think we touched it with our yeah. overload, but yep. that's it, which is overload's important. Um, and then with the deadlift, the deadlift is sumo deadlift and I talked to a couple of my friends about this and one of my buddies, he's like, I can pull depending on the day, I can pull five hundred, I can pull seven. It is a very true technical movement, and if you can't get in the right positioning, you're you're done. Yeah, it's almost
0: Um, like talking like clean and jerk and snatch. Yeah. Oh my gosh! If your technique is off that day, you're just fucked. Whereas conventional, if your technique's off, you still just brute that shit and hopefully right, (laughs) right,
1: right. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. And I know I knew my technique was off. Something felt a little tight in my upper back, and I just couldn't get my hips into the bar. Which, whatever. We're gonna. We've got a new approach for this. This next prep. I think we got, we, we spent some time, done some some researching. I think, I think a hook grip might start happening. I don't know. Maybe if I can become a big boy, I can pull hook grip.
0: This episode is sponsored by Spud Inc. Get your hook grip straps at spudinc.com. I don't think that's their website. I think it's like spud ink straps. And they're called crazy. hookers. They're called hookers. Their advertisement for it is pretty freaking hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's um, they're cool, though. Yeah. I'm going to start messing with those, too, after nationals just because I, I don't know. I just, I like double overhanding, but I feel like those will actually let your grip train a little more right. than like normal straps um so i'm interested to mess around with them yeah, i tried them a little bit they hurt my thumbs just not like hook grip does
1: oh gosh my hook grip <laughs> hurts enough as it is barely and i'm a baby
0: oh, the, i mean they hurt God. like less than hook grip but they hurt kind of in the same area that hook grips hurt oh, so it's it's interesting i'm excited for you to play with it and see what you think
1: i've got some ideas well, all right well hey that was fun that
0: was a fun recap hey nice work preston thank you coach my coach liked like the post that I made about it. And then uh, I texted him and I was like, that's your grandbaby right there. Oh, Jesus. Because it's like, it's a lot of the way I coach programming wise, like came from him. He's, he's one of the bigger influences in how I program. Right.
1: Yeah. Actually, hang on. Before we go, I want to give a huge shout out. I I do want to give a huge shout out to West Indy Barbell, who uh, actually, who kind of put on that, that meet. Um, You know, the, the, the best lifter prize um, you know, I've seen some pretty cool best lifter prizes before, but these uh, these lifting straps are are really nice. They're leather, oh my gosh, embroidered. I, I'm i afraid to use them. They're super nice, but I'm afraid to use them and I want to use them.
0: Dude, once they get broken in, leather straps feel awesome.
1: Yeah, leather straps are the way to and go. And they
0: say best lifter on it, so like, right. <laughs> it looks cool. Y'all can see those in the picture I posted on at Meathead Chatter right? or... At uh, Strongman underscore Dan, you guys can see well how
1: well. how photogenic Dan and I are. We are Sexy terribly bad at taking hell. pictures. Uh, any please thoughts observe,
0: from the- Please observe the patch on my hat. Oh God! With a picture of an eggplant that says "Come and take it." Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> so on, on that note, Brandon, Brandon, w- w- would you, you please to bring podcast. us and balance us? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon is like a uh, going to be a breath of fresh air. From right. our our uh, potty talk debauchery, yeah. Hopefully, I can give a little different perspective. Yeah, uh,
2: as a non power lifter here.
0: So, Brandon, as a non power lifter, let's just go over your background, man. So, so you're seven foot nine. <laughs>
2: he's
0: a he's a tall dude. His wingspan's even more than that. Two he's foot got this, beard, this big ass beard.
2: So yeah, I'm uh, a <laughs> I'm six three about. Two hundred pounds right now, six six wingspan. Uh my background, um, growing up, really big into basketball, that was like my calling card. I think I took pride in, uh still take pride in the most. Um, but got into fitness when I was nineteen. Um, went and transferred to Purdue from Indiana State and took a weightlifting class and fell in love with it. And I was about six three, maybe one sixty. Okay. When I was nineteen. Damn um, you were little. Yeah. And then blew up to uh, 175. You know, <laughs> you know what though, percentage wise, that's like a 10% body yeah. weight gain. And yeah, that's a big from uh, what August to December.
0: Okay, dang. So yeah, four months and 10% of body weight. It's kind yeah. of a, it's pretty good deal. So
2: I was like, okay, this is pretty nice. You know, uh, gives you the confidence that you that you need to talk to girls as a 19 year old. Right. Uh, did you play ball in college too? Or did you- I tried out for Purdue? Okay. three separate times. Uh, and cannot get past the cardio, believe it or not. Really? Really? Yeah.
1: Man, okay. you – I, Yeah.
2: Really? So the skill set was there, Um, and right. I know that because people that were on Purdue's basketball team, they would come to the co um, at Purdue after the season was over, and they would tell me, like, hey, like, and you'd why haven't them. you tried yeah. it out because, like, you're playing pretty well against us right now. I'm like, I did, the cardio. So we had to run suicides, oh, which yeah. do both of you know what suicides are? Oh, Man, yeah. Man,
1: oh, boy. I, I've i got suicide stories.
0: From, yeah, I got, run, run the ladder in football?
1: Oh um, <laughs> So, Brandon, let me just tell you. So one of my 6 a.m. workouts I had to do in college was because we, uh, we had a 6 a.m. workout as a team. That meant we messed up. Each individual person messed up multiple times, and my head coach had to wake up at 6 a.m. and come to this practice. Oof. So he was not happy. So we did uh, suicides for an hour and a half. My Ugh. coach did not care if we had to throw up. There were throw up stations, and you did not stop. So that was my workout. But I, oh my This is God. why I don't like
0: organized sports. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> dude, I can't like even that. imagine what because yeah. like that was like not a big time school. I can't even imagine what the cardio test is. So, here at So basically,
2: um, yeah, take us through it. The tryouts were at uh, five forty-five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's already strike. You know, number one, like, right. I'm not a morning person. Um, so I, I get there, and I'm like, okay, let's play. I'm looking at all the people that's there, how size up. I'm like, I think I'm better than everyone here. Um, it was some people that are taller, but I was actually right. one of the taller people there. So they have us doing full-court drills, um, full-court layup lines, full-court everything, but everything has to be a sprint. And Matt Painter was there, and he said, if you do not sprint, or we feel like you're not sprinting, um, you're done and we thought he was joking he was not joking yeah there, he, he's it's, like if i if as i as think you're being lazy any, you're any gone. play if someone did not run full speed he'd literally say leave the gym and then brought Damn. someone else out so jesus fuck that set the bar of like okay give it your all right so after an hour Man, practice how the hell
1: did- Isaac Haas ever passed that damn thing. I watched the, him play on the the court. The, the, he looked lazier than shit. The
2: thing is, they don't. The people that are good enough to get a scholarship, they don't have to have that certain level <sighs> of cardio fuck. because they already know what you can do. So you were trying so to do a, as walk a walk-on. On. Oh, as yeah. a walk-on, you That's have so to you gotta you have to be uh, physically superior to even people on the team. That's baseline is you got to be physically fit. Right. Um, so at the end of the practice, it was like, okay, to move on to playing You know, five on five more, um, we have group A and group B. Group A, seventeen people on the line. Suicide. You got to do it in thirty-five seconds. So for people that are in shape, thirty-five is not too bad. Yeah, it's doable.
0: Um, I I was over here going, "Woo!" My three hundred pound ass is like, (laughs) uh, "I don't think I can do that right now." I think
1: your big ass could do. I think you could do one. 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 I think your big ass could do one. Um,
2: But the thing is, again, if you're not if you're not full speed, you're out. So everyone's giving it their all. Yeah, we didn't know what was coming next. So he's like, "Okay, Group B, you're up. Thirty-five seconds. Go." I'm thinking, okay, now it's time to play 5-on-5. We proved we can make the suicide. Mm -hmm. He was like, all right, 34 seconds now. Go. Oh, shit. Oh, so we started running. Right. You know, a little more huff and puff. Um, Probably half the people couldn't make that second wave. So it was down to like six people um, in my wave. Second group goes. Same thing about half people drop off. Um, So I'm like, okay, that has to be it. It's like 33 seconds now. Go. And, and, and like the <laughs> clock starts. So you got three suicides so, in a row, and they got to be faster every yes. time. So <gasps> I actually make it in 33 seconds. And it was me and one other person that made it in 33 seconds. At this point, I feel like I'm about to pass out. My head is throbbing because, mind you, we've just been right. doing full court practice. I was going to
1: say, you, were just, you just did a practice.
2: Yeah. Um, nobody made it from the second group. He was like, all right, 32 seconds, go. And I'm like, dude, what? So I made it to like half court on the final way back on Gosh, that suicide. Oh. So I'm thinking like, there's no, like, we, we both didn't make it. I'm thinking like, there's no way he actually expected us to make He's it. He's like, bye. He's like, all right, I'll see you next year. I'm like, are you serious? Like I've been, Damn. I've been practicing for this tryout. Um, So I come back the next year.
1: Oh, this is your first year. That's my
2: first, first time trying it when I was oh, 19. Shit. So, you know, built a little bit more muscle, been working out even more. Uh, played even more, got better, uh, worked on cardio like crazy. Now they don't want to do the suicide test.
1: Oh, fucking damn. So
2: it. now it gets to the point where I'm the center on my team because everyone on my team is like 5'10 and shorter, and I'm 6'3". So you're 6'3
0: playing center?
2: I'm playing center against somebody that's like 6'8 that's right. trying out, and I don't even get the ball uh, because I'm the center. I'm, right. But normally when I play, I'm the point guard, even though I'm 6'3". But right, six, three, four, which when you're talking college, like d1 college isn't normal. crazy right right, right. Yeah. that's totally so normal. i'm out of position i don't know how to play center um, <laughs> yeah you
1: need to add about 50 pounds i got the beef. ball
2: twice shot it once and i missed that shot so i didn't show what i could actually do
0: whereas if you'd have had the tryout you had the year before right. you you'd been you'd, yeah you'd be i played well,
2: i played well that tryout yeah. i just couldn't make the cardio so fuck yeah, uh, then tried it out one more time, and I was like, you know what, forget this. You're like, I'm, I'm a not senior now, t- I'm done 21 with this. Twenty one years old on the basketball team, still trying to make it. Shit, right, it's like, all right, but um, so yeah, basketball really big influence on my life, shaped me getting interested in anything physical. Um, then started personal training, uh, right at twenty one. Okay, I took it from there. Nice yeah.
0: man. And so, tell me a little bit about. I know you. You just. Uh, you specialize in working with like smaller guys trying to get big because you were that guy. You were, I mean, not small, but you were a lean guy that had a hard time putting on muscle. Right. So you're wanting to work with people who are looking to put on a bunch of muscle, and you're going to speak probably target market most directly to people that have a hard time putting on muscle.
2: Right. So since I was in that position of being way underweight for my height um, and having that uh, mindset that all skinny guys have of, Oh, I could just eat whatever I want. I can't gain weight. And I was like, yeah, I'm eating pizza all the time, and I'm still 160 pounds. It's like, yeah. And then having people, you know, tell you, oh, if you want to put on weight, you just got to eat more. And I struggled with that so much of just like, but I am eating more. Yeah. So, you know, over the years, you start to figure out strategies that actually work. And it worked on me, and I started to tell other friends, like, hey, this is what I'm doing, and started to work on them. And I'm like... So what are kind of like... If you had to say, like,
0: quick tips, you're a skinny guy trying to trying to go up body weight, what are kind of, like, like three things you could, like, here's here's three cardinal easy things that you can, well, not easy, but, like, simple things you can start to implement to start seeing progress on that.
2: Uh, number one is track your food intake for a month straight. Uh, so not, you can see if you eat yeah. so much on one uh, day but lot, then nothing on the next day. A lot of people say track yeah. it for a couple days and then you'll know, but the thing is skinny guys don't eat the same every day. Right. Um. The second thing is stop all long-duration cardio until you gain the weight you want to gain. you got
0: to replace those calories if you're burning
2: them. That, right. that for me, was the biggest thing is I played basketball four hours a day, oh,
0: three to four shit. days a week.
2: damn. But I would eat a ton of food, but if you, you know, average it I mean, out. If
0: you're still burning an extra 2,000 calories right. running around for four hours. Right. Right. you right. got add I, that And I was 2,
2: pretty calories. athletic, so I wasn't the guy that's like, oh, hit me in the post, I'm – Bringing it up, I'm playing front court around, defense. Yeah. I'm blocking everything. I'm trying to dunk on everybody. I'm burning too many <laughs> calories. Speaking um, of that
1: dunk, I got to show well, you mine.
2: <laughs> well, and you know what's uh, super interesting too
0: is is uh, that concept of like you can't out train a poor diet for weight loss, but those are also not the people that are going to be running around for four hours playing basketball right. either, right? So it's it's kind of like the same. It, you totally are out training <laughs> your right. your diet for trying
2: to gain muscle. Exactly. And then the third thing I would say is pay attention to your sleep. Um, So whether that's tracking your sleep quality, um, you know, you need to have quality sleep and not just sometimes, not just, you know, I'm going to get sleep on a weekend. You need to treat your sleep just as importantly as you would treat your workouts, as you would treat trying to eat more food, all those together. That that's what worked well for me and what really works well for everyone in that position.
0: So the tip number one on the uh, tracking your food for a month food. is just like getting knowledge of what's actually happening first. Know what's actually going on. If you're not getting weight you can't for make a whole it, month. You can't make a change until you know what's happening.
2: Right. If you eat 2,500 calories on average for the whole month and you didn't gain any weight, you have to have more food than that now. Right. And you know that. but and you know that and you can see that. Right. Step yeah. two, you can also reduce how much you're burning. Um If you're lifting weights with a pretty high intensity, you're going to get cardio benefits from that. You don't need to do long duration, running a marathon, playing basketball for four hours, stuff like that. And that's
0: not to say, like, you can't go back to doing that stuff that you like. It's just for a season, you need to, like, focus on your goal. And then once you have your base, you can start
2: adding that back in because then you'll be hungrier anyway because you have more body mass. Exactly. The goal isn't let's put on 10 pounds of muscle and also... Being peak physical cardio condition. Right. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Two yeah. asses, one horse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Jesus. yeah, if you get some sleep, you're going to be okay as far as recovering from training hard, oh, eating a bunch of food. Right? Wait,
1: sleep is important for gaining weight and weight loss? Damn.
2: It's crazy, right?
1: Right. Like, we, we feel like, I feel like we neglect sleep so goddamn much.
2: Well,
0: and what I think is so crazy is, the, like, it's not rocket science, right? You're like, you have to know what's happening. That seems pretty duh. Right. Uh, don't, if you're trying to gain weight, don't do stuff that makes you lose weight, like four hours of cardio. And then like, for the love of God, just get sleep. Like, it's crazy how the simple, like everyone would be like, Oh, duh. But what's the fancy trick? It's like, no, it's literally just like the stupid simple stuff.
2: Yep. Yep. That's crazy. That's the the biggest thing that when I have assessments with people and, I'm trying to guide them in the right direction. I tell them that stuff, and it's always yeah, yes, but I'm like, There's right. no, but we can in our time here today. I just helped you, but
0: bro, know seriously, what you know what eating, like, sleep. but like, which protein? Much, which how protein
1: how much, do I need? Like, what protein much, powder should I use? How
0: much creatine should I take? And but like, should it be in my pre-workout or my post-workout? <laughs> that's the crap people want to know. The shit
1: <laughs> that people want to, dude. No, man. I. Hate, that's why I hate those like. Um, what those about like mass fa- gaining, those shakes? Facebook pro, those Facebook groups is always, what's the best protein? There's always those idiots. What's the best protein? Eat a damn steak. I had two today. <laughs> I mean, but true, truthfully, like eat some food, man. Like if you can't get your food in, then add shakes. But like, I, I, I have a protein shake because it is an easy way for me to get extra protein in the morning. Right. Because I can't diet. I don't do well breaking down eggs anymore. Oh, well.
0: So you, when you're talking nutrition with people, are you, especially initially, are you like a, a calorie counting, macro counting? Like um, I don't get kinda? into the
2: macros until the calories are in check. Um, okay. Right. There's no reason. Which makes sense. Um, I mean, protein, we can get into that because you you know you got to eat something. Um, but as far as like carbs and, and fats, I literally yeah. do not care if you're not eating enough, um, especially for who my target market is. Right. Yeah. Um, their struggle is going to be not eating enough food, not, um, not
0: eating enough food in
2: general. In general, yeah, yeah it's not let gonna alone be their, trying to think about protein and stuff. <laughs> right. So ba- baby steps with it, basically. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you're like calories first, then when they got that together, you're like, okay, now let's get your protein high enough to actually not only build tissue but build quality tissue. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I'm in it. I like it.
1: <laughs> Josh. Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing. You're 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 so extra. You're so extra damn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I like interviews. So, I'm learning things. Right. So um, when it comes to the protein, do you give them, like, a target, like, number, like, ratio of X amount of grams per body weight or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
2: I, I tell them um, one gram per pound of body weight because okay. I know they're not going to hit it. Um, <laughs> and if you aim for that, you're go- probably going to eat enough that you need because you don't right. necessarily need one gram per pound. Right. Um
1: that's a good that's a good
2: philosophy. But if you do eat that, there's really no downside and I know you're not going to hit it because you came to me because you don't eat enough, right? So. Well, and I think another interesting thing cuz your
0: target demographic is guys that are they're going to be lean guys already. Exactly. So they're actually closer to that gram per pound of body weight than like a dude like me where I'm not like morbidly obese or anything, but like I sure ain't skinny. Like I'm 292, I don't need 292 grams of protein a day. It's it's more about how much protein per lean pound of body mass, whereas your guys is probably pretty damn close to
2: a pound per body weight if you actually ran the numbers. Right, right. They barely have any lean body mass get with, So it's, I tell them to eat a gram, and most of the guys feel pretty successful with that. Of like, hey, I'm, I can actually do this. It's like, yeah. I'm 150 pounds. I can eat 150 grams. Yeah, That's
1: well, not yeah, too you, you've got well, and, and I I I've seen a couple of your clients. You had a couple guys, um, you know you. Because, you know, they're, that thing with skinny fat, you know, you've had a couple guys who have gone and, you know, they put on some muscle, like definition, and they look like they kind of just, they didn't really get like bigger, but, you know, you got them like gaining, like, I think. Yeah, the definition changes. I I, I I think you had one guy gain like five, 10 pounds, and it was just like, he just looked like he, he got sucked up, like the fat got sucked up, and, and <laughs> it became muscle. I, I right. mean, that sounds sounds was, silly. But,
0: that's like the middle aged blondish dude. Is that what you're talking Is that what you're talking about? No what is, what is his name? What can I think of him?
1: He's he benches with us. He benches with us. Oh, you're thinking uh, of Landon. Landon. No, Landon. Landon. That's Landon. not who I was thinking
0: of, but Landon so put on some yeah, good. He, like, so he put went on up by like ten pounds. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: yeah. And I mean he landed did a good job. You've got a couple clients. Um, you know, that you know, not only have they put on some muscle mass, but they've gotten really strong. I mean, not to take away from your female clients, holy crap, you've got some you got some pretty impressive ones that I think aren't they gonna compete hub coming up soon?
2: Uh, the only one that's competing is Teresa.
1: Is Teresa? Okay.
2: But she's strong. She's, she's really, really strong. <laughs> 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 I, um, I think she might break some records. I don't know. I mean, for her, her Yeah, for USPC, she will She's definitely will oh. be
0: touching on some state records for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she, going to do good. Oh, she's, yeah. do, she's doing the
1: one here in August, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah she's doing the yeah. one here at the Yeah, that'll be our first one. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Are you doing it? I'm not doing it. You're not oh, I couldn't remember if you I, were gonna do it, if you're gonna do push pull I,
2: I did not give myself enough time from cutting to look really good on the on a lake in uh Austin. Dude, Austin. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. A month and a half is pretty quick turnaround <laughs> to, to get a little gaefier. Stronger than I've ever been. Right. I told myself I don't want to do a meet if I so, do less than what I've done in the gym already. Right. Which that may be the wrong attitude towards it, but That's not I'm a best bad as, attitude. That's just I mean
0: yeah, it's it's not like you're not the guy that's like, oh, I'm not doing it because I'm nervous to compete and I don't look stupid in front of people. You're like, no, I've hit respectable numbers in the in the gym, yeah. not peaked, so I want to actually hit the number. It's not like you're trying to get new numbers. You're just trying to, like, at least be where you were. Yeah, I don't want to – I, wanna, I did 545
2: mm-hmm. earlier this year, and then I come in and I can do 525. What, what, right, did, we, right. what did
1: we pull Sumo that one time randomly? Uh,
2: 495.
1: I thought we pulled more
2: than that. No, 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 it it was just that I wanted to stop on that. Is that what it was? I couldn't remember my first time sumo day. Yeah. (laughs) I I knew
1: the first time we pulled sumo, you like went nuts.
2: Yeah. So, so Brandon, let's talk about your numbers. First of all, what's your, uh, what's your Instagram? Uh, Instagram is B Lewis fitness. Um, B Lewis fitness. Yes. B B as in Brandon. Um, every social media, B Lewis fitness,
1: even TikTok.
0: And then let's talk about your numbers a little bit too. So like if you guys don't know, Brandon, he's, he's, He's built. He looks like a dude who plays basketball. Like, like he's
1: yeah. He's built like a basketball he's, player. He's
0: got long arms. He's got long legs. He doesn't look like someone that would that would. I mean, I've seen dudes build like built like you deadlift a fucking house, and you're you're definitely a good deadlifter too. But the thing that I love about Brandon is his overhead press,
1: dude. Is it's pretty unfair. No, it's it's actually really like I'm, unfair. I'm like it's sure. bullshit because you I outbench you by, I think I outbench you pretty significantly. I don't yeah. know.
2: You fit three right. On bench, I haven't done it, but I know I can. Yeah, yeah but you're good. Based like on what I've done in
1: with relation to your overhead press,
2: yeah. Like,
0: what's your best overhead strict strict overhead press single that you've messed with?
2: The best single that I've gotten was 235. Okay. I
1: hate you. That's more than I can do. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that I'm 100% more than that's more than I can do. That's bullshit. So I basically
0: just set this up so I can say I overhead pressed 275 by 3 today. Okay. But no, seriously. Brandon, yeah. Brandon has long-ass arms. Right. There's no reason he should be – and he's and he's like, you're lean, so it's not like you have a barrel chest either. So like having a 300-ish bench is really good. And then on top of that – Having freaking overhead press like over two twenty five is pretty freaking crazy, man. What uh, uh,
2: have you trained that? Like, have you targeted that, or is it just something you like to do so you've done it? Um, I think it was something I just when I first started weightlifting back when I was nineteen. It was one of those things that was part of that class, and it was like, okay, I have to keep this in. I have to keep bench press, squat, deadlift, overhead press, rows, and so all those things are stuff that I like took pride in, and then deadlift, overhead press, kind of. Stepped up a little bit faster than yeah. everything else. So you like it. You do it more. You get stronger right. at it right. cause you like it. So you do it more.
1: Right. Yeah, man. Um, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it burns me sometimes. I'm like, this <laughs> motherfucker can, can bench less than me, and I'm pretty sure he can overhead press more than me. I'm like, damn You're going
0: to have to do a strength lifting meet sometime. He's going to have I mean, to. It's just overhead press and deadlift are the events. I, I, I mean, no. Like it's I mean, a party. So
1: all I'm hearing is Brandon has a very similar build to a great Icelandic strong man. Yeah, you're we, like, we just got to add about a hundred pounds to your body weight. You're
0: like two hundred pound Thor, like Mount the mountain. I like the way that sounds. I've, been, no, try, I've been bugging you to compete in strongman for like a year now. No, so yeah,
1: yeah so H- have Thor Bjornson was uh, was on the Iceland national basketball team.
0: Yeah, so, I, think, like, I think
1: you told me that. Yeah, yeah, so like, I mean, you're not as tall as he is, but like, you've got the build to be like a really good um one oh five kilo uh, strong strength athlete. Yeah,
0: get your ass up to 231 pounds and start wrecking everybody.
1: You would... Oh, my God. I can't even... Right? So, Brandon... If when we it, when you peek out uh, with a sumo deadlift, I would fully expect you to outpull me, like no problem, like really quickly.
0: Hold on, we just talked about him doing strongman. Now you got him doing sumo deadlifts. You Hang
1: on, would you? Would you shut the hell up? No, but <laughs> Throw I'm ta- some
0: straps and a suit on and pull conventional like a real man. No, well your conventional's
1: <laughs> not much, not bad either. Jesus Christ, what's your best conventional deadlift? Uh, you said five forty five. Five
2: forty five. I I know I could have did more the last time I tried to yeah. uh, max out. I just uh, over warmed up. Right. Um and so I am pretty sure on that day I could have did 565. Yeah,
1: cuz I think you you pulled that on a stiff bar. You pulled that yeah. on a stiff bar at a not not at Fearless.
0: Was that at Vasa? I was at Vasa. I, mean, oh, I was at Vasa on those crash bars.
1: To. Like truthfully, you have a I, I would wager a 585 pull conventional. You what big I want. hands to do this. Yeah, see. yeah, he's got nice. My hands are huge. He doesn't have enormous hands because I remember we, we got We're into that close. conversation. Hey, everyone thinks my about hands.
2: He was like, "Oh, that's why you could." Do it. I'm like, "No, it's just
1: actually like, no, hang no, I'm, on. On. I'm just hang strong, on. dude." What is how? What's the most you can double overhand deadlift?
2: Yeah, we talked about this before. Um, it's more than I can. <laughs> I can do mid four hundreds. Yeah, that's me. Mid four. I'm, I'm yeah. like four forty five, and yeah. it starts getting sketchy and, and
1: yeah, slipping no, out of my hands. I can do maybe three seventy five. I think is the best I can do.
0: But I mean, like, I don't have super small. Our hands are like the same size. Yeah. I think your fingers are longer than mine, though, which is kind of nice. I got these square paws. Yeah, but nonetheless,
1: just we just got We've got to get Brandon. I, I think Brandon being a like fifty pounds bigger would be oh so interesting.
0: 250-pound Brandon is a force of damn nature. I don't right. know if I want to see that guy. Right, like, he would... I don't want to see that guy out pulling me and out overhead pressing me. I'm not, I mean, no, he, he could... not. You just stay getting lean and getting yeah, you, you, guys Yeah, you keep... Thick.
1: Yeah, work on What are you guys... What are you working on right now with some of your clients? Anything specific? Any ch- I know you've done some challenges in the past. I know little bit of background, because i followed Brandon for a long time. You did, was it, he uh, did 100 days of squats in a row? Yep. yep. So you, you do always do different challenges. Um, one of the ones you just recently did was 100, was it, or was it 30 days stair stepper challenge?
2: Yeah, 30 days stair stepper.
1: <sighs> yeah. And what, then... What was that? Yeah, let's talk about this one. <laughs>
2: so the, the stair stepper? Yes. So that one... um I was doing that uh, just to add a little extra cardio in before going to Texas for July 4th. Um, Just a little bit of cardio because um, I don't like doing cardio that's not basketball unless I'm forced. So I feel like if I publicly announce that I'm going to do a cardio challenge.
0: You um, like
2: built in some accountability and business at the same time. Exactly. That's genius. So using that for marketing and also using it for, you know, I can't let the people down. Um, but basically, it started out very easy, um, super slow speed, like four speed, 10 minutes. And each day, it goes up um, a little bit in time and then also a little bit of speed. Um, every seventh day was a rest day. Um, but it finished out with um, the last day being 100 flights as fast as humanly possible.
1: And what was your speed?
2: So my speed, uh, I got like 18.03, which... I thought it was fast. I felt like I was dying. Um, But the other people that were doing the challenge, they saw my speed, so now they knew what number they had to beat. Uh, Um, So I wound up doing the worst on that day. Well, dang. But the fastest speed was 13 minutes even. Hunter stairs.
0: So it was 30 days. Did you encourage them to do any like
2: before and after pictures just from adding that thing? Or I, I didn't. Um, some of them told me they lost like six pounds in that 30 Dude, days. Yeah, I was, was going to say. I, that I, pers- I personally lost eight pounds, but I also was trying to. Lose. Right. You were dieting down yeah. too. Um, and, but it definitely, uh, that extra calorie burn for sure uh, helped having to recover from that, used up yeah. some calories.
1: Are you, uh so so you just fin- you finished that, what, uh, a couple of weeks ago? Three? About a month. Oh, no. That's been a little bit longer than that. A month ago?
2: Yeah, it was uh July fourth. Yeah, okay. yeah, like on.
1: So uh you got you started anything new?
2: Uh so now I'm just uh trying to get up to two ten.
1: No no new challenges for you or your clients? Oh
2: uh new challenge for myself is a hundred day calf challenge. Ooh. So Ooh. I'm on day two. Uh so just started that. Good deal.
0: God, that is a motherfucker of a muscle to try to.
1: I I hate that goddamn thing. Well, the, that's why I was asking about it. I was trying to get the details on it. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know if I hundred days is a long time. I'm in. It's a long commitment, I, I, but I kind of want to do I'm it in. because it, it me training a ton of calves gonna is do, not going to like impact my ability to squat, pinch and deadlift. I'm
0: going to do before and after calf pictures.
2: Yeah, so I, I got my before and afters. Uh, got my measurements. My right calf is actually like half an inch bigger um, hmm. at rest and flex. Compared to my left, I don't know why. Is that your jump off leg? Um, It's not. So yeah, no idea why. Um, But you know, being a basketball player, as uh, anyone that's listening can think of what an ideal basketball player looks like. It's not huge calves, right? Um, They have calves like Kevin Durant, and that's what I have. Right, right. They're not really really long. Yeah, they're not hypertrophy. They're
0: like spring calves, exactly. Like if you look at cyclists that are like more endurance work on the calves as opposed to explosive work on the calves. Their calves are fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like bicycle guys have giant calves. Yeah, they do. Fat guys.
2: So the problem is.
0: uh, Yeah, fat guy.
1: Yeah. If you ever want to see a guy who you can tell a person's lost weight, look at their calves.
0: If they're giant, they were huge. Except for Damien. Damien's never been a big, big boy, but he's got like genetically freak calves. Oh. What I'm going to do is take a picture of Preston's calves as my before picture, and I'm just going to take a picture of Damien's calves as my after
2: picture. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and I'll be like, look, "Thanks, Brandon." Looking at his calves one day <laughs> inspired me to do this challenge, and I told him that.
1: Oh, man. I know. I, I will because I was actually I, I saw your Instagram post, which is why I brought this up and wanted you to talk about it because I actually I do want to do it because I need I have tiny little calves. What's so, th- it, what's the structure of it? Yeah, do yeah how does yeah. this, this work? Already? So,
2: um, I have a cycling from, um, working uh, standing calf raises with weight. Next day, you're doing seated calf raises. Next day, working the tibialis in the front of the calf, right, right. cycle through it again, and then the seven day you're doing uh, just basically one long set where you're getting a whole lot of burn. Whole I lot definitely of,
1: thought you just made up a muscle.
2: Tibialis no. is like the, mu- know, the muscle that's in front of the
1: calf. I, I, I know, uh, but I sure, definitely I, thought you I I read, was like, uh, you just fucking made something up, man. I read
0: some studies on <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was to try to get calf growth in people because it's, it's such a problem area, and they had a control group that did no tibialis work, but everything else was the same. Um they may have even had instead of the day where the tibialis work was in there, they did more actual like calf work. And the people that had less actual calf work but still had calf work and then had the tibialis work as well grew more.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's important because it's just, only gonna get unbalanced
0: huh. to a certain point.
2: But it you know, if you go on circumference, if the front is bigger, it's gonna make the circumference. Oh, bigger. that's true. So that's true. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Bigger. Um and it's something that most people don't train ever. Right. Um, right, no, so, I, and I personally I don't train it hard at all, so I know for a hundred days if I do, I should get different. Right, well, um, and
1: and that's a cool muscle, um, because I I know where it is. I didn't know that's what it was called, um, but I remember that's a muscle that if you're if you ha- if your legs are sore, your calves are sore. I remember when I was in college, that was a muscle that was sore after like my first double, and I was like, where is this muscle at? Like, why am I sore? I, I'm sore in muscles that I didn't know existed. And that well, one is very much I remember. And one,
0: one of the reasons I even read that study about the calf things, I was actually looking at stuff for shin splints. Right. And tibialis work will, like, help shin splints a shit ton, too. Right. From what I was reading. So mm. well, Yeah, so
2: that that challenge is going to go like that, uh, where it's cycling three days, working the different parts, three days, working the different parts, one day of just basically like a minute, minute and a half set, um, and a lot of deep stretching in that last set, um, or that last day. And then cycle through that for... 100 days, trying to go heavier um, each week than what you did the um, you know, the previous week for some progressive overload. And, um, yeah, I, I'm i going to be the test dummy to see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> if I get great results, then I know I can vouch for doing something like that for people that have little calves like myself. Right, and there's so many people. Like, and
0: I was going to say anyone that doesn't have small calves, it's like they whine about it. Like anyone with little calves are always like, oh, my God, I can't get these things to grow. And I'm always like – how much dedicated calf work do you do? I do a squat all the time. How much calf work do you do? Right. None. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's like me being like, man, I need big biceps, but I'm not going to do rows or curls or anything.
2: Yeah. That was me. I, I was that guy. I was like, oh yeah, I would do it for like a week. And I'm like, man, my calves are sore. I'm about to stop. Yeah. It is a painful muscle. So it's, I,
0: it's a high volume muscle.
2: Yeah. If I could do a hundred days of squats, I figure I could do a hundred days of calves.
0: Right. From a recovery I should, I should standpoint, live. it'll probably feel better. Yeah. Hopefully. Just on like a
2: systemic level. Right.
1: Well, hopefully. I mean, you, I mean, didn't you have a interesting experience with that, 100 days of squats?
2: It may not have been necessarily because of that, but I don't know. Right. It, was, it was a couple months after. What, so, what happened? Um, I did my 100 days of squats, which for everyone listening, um, basically what I did was work up to a heavy single um, every single day. Of, like, um,
0: same squat, or, like, you changed variations? All, or? all back squat. Oh, back Jesus. Squat, back squat Christ at that man, point some was. some Bulgarian weightlifting
2: shit. Yeah, back squat was my weakest uh, lift by far at that point, even more so than my bench press, and I was like, I'm sick of it. Um, I'm willing to dedicate time to actually make it better. So central nervous system got way better, form got way better. Right. It felt, started to feel really easy with weights I never thought I could do. Um, but first day my PR on squat was 365. Uh-huh. Um the last day I hit 445. Dang, dude. Yeah. So I was like, hey, hey, it works. Um, but like two months after that, um I was playing basketball and started to get a little cramp in one of my legs. So I'm like, huh, maybe I should slow down. And then start playing some more. I'm like, okay, this is not going away. I'm gonna go home. On the ride home, my leg is cramping up a little bit more. Um, so I lay on the couch, my girlfriend comes home. I'm like, hey, can you help me off the couch? Like, I'm wiped from playing basketball. It was some other stuff that I won't mention in the Uh podcast uh that happened before tonight, but I was really stressed out. Um, So I'm sure that contributed. So as I go to stand up, my quads, my hamstrings on both legs cramped. Like, the most intense cramp I've ever felt in my life. And normally I would get cramps, but kind of walk it off, and like, you're good to go. And it was like 10 minutes later, it was still just as intense. Did you rob though yourself? I did. Yeah. So yeah. I I cramped um I cramped for like eight hours straight.
0: Jesus Christ! In my man. legs, uh,
2: I was like delirious and lost track of time. I thought I thought it had been like thirty minutes. Oh yeah, that'll she, that'll mess you up, dude. Yeah, she was like, I think you need to go to the ER. Like for sure, it's nighttime now. I'm like, no, it's not. Now look. Eight hours had passed. Wow. So I'm, fine. I'm like, yeah, take me to the hospital. And I'm one of those guys. <laughs> You're just, like, this stuff ain't right. I'm so. one of those guys that's like, I don't need to go to the hospital. I'm fine. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I was like, take me to I the hospital you. right now. So we get there. Um, and I'm like, okay, like, I just need some fluids. You know, I'm going to be okay. Let me call my mom, tell her I'm in the hospital. Okay. I can't.
1: How many bananas did you eat for uh, the cramping? Just one. Oh, is it just, I thought you said you had like multiple bananas. No, 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 no. Just one. Okay. It was just the one banana. Yeah. But, um,
2: so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna call her, call my mom, let her know I'm in the hospital. Um, I feel like I should. I was like, I'll be out in a couple hours. Right. No problem. They come in and like, all right, we need to keep you here for a couple days. I'm like, a couple of days. Dang. No, 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 no. Just give me some, some fluids. And then I'll just head on out. It's like, yeah, um, your kidneys could fail. Um, Yeah, right. There's protein going into your bloodstream, which will fuck up your kidneys. We need to flood you with fluids for days. Yeah. And I was in a hospital for four and a half days.
0: Wow. When did this happen? Um, I feel like such a douchebag for not even knowing this. This this was before I
2: I met
1: you. Okay. Um, Yeah. No, no. Yeah. This was, I didn't even know this had happened. I was like, man,
0: I
2: thought me and Brandon, like, we don't hang out all the time, but like we see each other pretty regularly. I was, Uh, I felt bad. I I, I was (laughs) telling people what happened that, that was on my Instagram then, but a lot of people since then that. Just start to know me. They don't know this at all. So this happened in 2018. Okay. Um, so for like a month after that, it, I struggled to walk. Um, I, couldn't, right. I couldn't walk for four days.
0: Well, because Robdo, I got it. God, it's, so I started in CrossFit. So that was something they talked about because like the overexertion, the high volume is something that can happen mm-hmm. um, if you're not paying attention to things. But what is it? It's it's like your muscle tissue is actually breaking down and going into your bloodstream. Right? Yeah, is that yes? Yeah, so what's the muscle happening? tissue is
2: basically dying. It's releasing um, creatine kinase into your bloodstream. Um, and if that gets too high, your kidneys have a hard time filtering so they, that out. So they pump
0: you with enough so fluid to you. dilute it to the point where it won't put you in kidney failure. Exactly. So <laughs> the
2: the creatine kinase levels that I had were thirteen times higher than what they are supposed to be. Um. And it was pushing the point of, like, yeah. if you don't do something about this, like, your kidneys could fail.
0: Well, and because you were having, like, muscle damage and muscle death to some extent, like, yeah, I imagine your squatting would be crap for a while until all that repair happens.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I couldn't walk for a few days, and I was limping. I couldn't work at all for probably a week. Coming back to the gym, um, you know, 10-pound leg extensions um, were nearly impossible for me to do. Wow. Just because yeah. the level of damage it, that you were dealing with. Just a mental hit that I took of, like, Two and a half months ago, I squatted 445 with zero pain, and now I can't do 10 pound leg extensions. Like, this sucks. So then, of course, I had to build it back up. Right. Uh, And, you know, I'm back. Where you at now? Um, Squat wise is still a struggle, um, and I still get cramps easily. Right. Um. So I have to be careful you just be with more it. More careful. Um. Deadlifts don't seem to do it to me. That's why I keep deadlifting. Squatting. Is, yeah. So is it's not.
0: It's not hurting your hammies. It's your quads. It's that are my, my the quads. Issue. Yeah.
2: Um. So it's it's not as good as what it used to be, but I can still squat, and that, that alone, I'm like. It's crazy how frequency works so well. I, frequency works,
0: from the three powerless better on squats than anything else. I uh when I was training with uh, Travis Mash, uh, actually before I moved out there he had me on like a six day a week squat program and it, there was more variation too, which may have helped in your situation. But I mean, I ran a 12 week program where I was doing some kind of squat six days a week. It was like back squat, back squat with belt, front squat, overhead squats, you know, I'm banded just, chained, all this weird shit, but it I'm was like to always to heavy, triple ish or heavier. So I, yeah, it, it works. My squat went from like, so I just switched from doing, strongman to powerlifting, so my squat sucked because you don't really squat in strongman. Um, And I put 100 pounds on my squat, and the same kind of thing like you did. I went from, like, a a 425 bench and a 425 squat to, like, you know, a little bit better on my bench and then over 500 on my squat. So, Um, yeah, that frequency on squat does crazy good things, but keeping it up long-term just... I don't think it's something. How, how did that your works niece feel me? after
1: doing that? I'm just like trying to imagine myself working up to a heavy one rep max squat, a hundred days in a row, and like picture the bell curve for me. Like what it would look like for me, you know, work up to. Well, dude, so you're so you're or or would I would my level or you know, the volume be so too I much? think. Like, I, so, I kind of so want to play around with it. So if you're,
0: <laughs> if you're working up to, like, a one rep max squat and you're, like, a 400-pound squatter like I was or, like, a 365 squatter like, like Brandon was, even though you're hitting 100%, right? 100% of
1: 365
0: is not 100% of 600, which is, like, your so, squat. So I think that would be different. <clears throat>
1: right. I just wonder, like, truthfully, like, you know, if your body could hold it, you know, you know how much more my body could hold it obviously my knees are like hell right now <laughs> but you know i wonder how did your knees feel after that
2: my knees are fine actually um the thing is um i didn't work up to like a pr every day it was right. percentages okay that I was going off of so it was you know gotcha it, so it, it so, was, so it yeah well, I, was, I was between 80, 87 and like 95 percent Okay. Oh, okay. Every day. And I had one day where it was like my D load, if you will. Where now, was, I didn't it, go oh. was
0: it percentage? Like, so it, it was was a percentage base or was it like by feel? Like like some days your one rep max, it, it, you know, might be 400 pounds. So you work up to 400 pounds. Some days it might shit your beat to hell. So it might be 315. You hit 315 that day. Yeah.
2: So it was go up to something you think is going to be close to being your one rep. Um, and then you use a percentage based off that number. Okay. Gotcha. So, so, so work up if you had a day where, like, your central heavy, nervous system was trashed for yeah. some reason, and I, I wouldn't go to, like, 400 and be like, well, this is what the program says. I might have did 350, and I'm like, that was heavy, so now I do 95%. That's of off th- of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That um, makes and then sense. It w- and the volume was super low. Like, warming up, l- less than 10 reps to get to my top weight, um, literally just one rep with that weight, and then that was it. And then good warm-up. Also... Warm up. also my other leg volume um, was basically non-existent.
1: Were you still playing ball?
2: Because right, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't I, be. There. I wasn't playing ball because <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't want hurt, to risk hurting myself, and I couldn't complete the challenge. See,
1: and and the and I'm glad you're t- going into detail because I don't know how many of our lift centers are be like, "Ooh, that's a good idea." Hundred days of squatting, you know, because depending on their level, you know, at going from like a 350 squat to a 450 squat, that's a pretty goddamn big big that's, deal. Yeah, that's 100- like hundreds,
0: like a twenty. 20- 7% jump in
2: yeah, your – yeah, yeah,
1: you know, and if, if all you got to do is squat for 100 days in a row and you're only doing it six days in a row or – Right, so, you said you, you rested seven on the seventh day. No, no, I squatted the seventh day. Oh. It just wasn't okay. as, as heavy. But, yeah, so, um, I mean, fuck. So, like, it,
2: it was, it, it's something I would say um, it will work the best for someone that has – Probably at least a couple years experience in the gym, but hasn't really so they focused, at least focused, have focused a on good squats. motor pattern. Down. So I wouldn't have someone that has never trained before do this, and I also right. wouldn't have someone uh, for maybe maybe someone for like you that you may be willing to push it to a level that you're you don't need to. Yeah, you may and you be, don't know you how to be, dial it back. You
0: may be too mentally tough for this program. Yeah. <laughs> you will do stupid yeah. shit every day.
2: So I I, I think you need to that spot right. up like you're, you're – Late beginner, so squat. so like
1: your gym bro who who knows sense. what a squat is, but like you maybe, know, maybe they're, they're your they're squat like is rec- less than
2: 405, right. high, Higher than two hundred,
1: right? So yeah, you're you're yeah you're basically Something you're, your you got average right. gym beginner. bro who once in once in a blue moon will squat.
2: Like your technique's decent, yeah. but you're not like a freak at you, it. Yet. You know that you're not good at squatting because you're scared of squatting because you're not good at it, yeah. If Man, you're, you're, you're in that boat. Your 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 form will improve so much, and obviously that will help with your. Your numbers, it's right. just your form is dialed in. You right. can't do a bad form every day. So I recorded myself every single day, dissected of like, what am I doing wrong? My heels are are coming up a little bit. My foot is rolling in. What do I need to do to fix that? So every single day, the focus of my leg workouts was, what do I need to do to make my squat better? And that's all I'm doing. I'm and not playing I can... basketball, not um, doing leg presses and hack squats and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm literally, I have to squat. And it got better. And I will say from
0: when I was doing it, it the uh, the hip mobility got so much better. You you just find the groove better because it's just like any skill. You're practicing more, so your nervous system is just better at doing it. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I really – I mean, at this point, I just don't want to squat that often. But, man, I, I definitely
2: had a huge benefit from doing that too. I just don't think mentally I could do it more than like 12 weeks. Oof. Yeah, the mental toughness was a big boost for me too. It was just like I, I felt like I could do anything. Yeah, it,
0: you do, when you do hard stuff, everything else seems real easy. Right? <laughs> people are like,
2: oh, you're not, you not you shouldn't squat 100 days in a row, and I'm like, well, why not? And they they can give you all this. Oh, but research shows. I'm like, have you ever done it? Well, of course, not. try it. it and see.
1: So yeah, I would I love. It. I, I oh, man, I love it when people tell me, oh, research says this. Like really, what research? Right. Like like they what like, they mean is bro science says right. So, or or Doctor Oz or someone like that, or said some something.
0: study from the seventies,
1: right? Like, there are not a lot of research articles out there as to whether or not, like one way or another, actually gains muscle. Now, I'd well, say, and I say a lot
0: of them are are like studies with people who don't lift just like a sedentary population doing lifting studies so it's like it's hard to really compare apples to apples when you're talking about a peep if you're looking at a subject that has a training background right Right. and then sorry i interrupted you
1: oh no i was just going to talk about the stuff that i have found of like studies that put on muscle or like go towards strength on like rep percentages and stuff i have found one recently like that was published 2020 i think i sent that to you or did i I just told you about it. Yeah. It was basically looking at the uh, squat, bench, and deadlift, like which was better, hypertrophy or um, like one rep maxes. And I think the consensus was, I, I'll have to double check the study, but I think it was pretty pretty hit or miss depending on the person, but the guarantee was if you benched, I think it was bench heavy every single time for that group, their weights either went nowhere or went down. And these were with IPF, like, like, official... Trained lifters, like, yeah. trained lifters who were experienced. And so, the, you know, I would have thought, you know, those heavy squats every day would be, like, detrimental, but I, I it think, doesn't. I think it's, it's something it's
2: something to um, the fact that squats work every part of your leg. Right. Um, it's like, you know, bench press, you're beating up the front of your body but doing nothing for the back. That's going right. to get risky real fast. Deadlifts, your lower back's going to be torched. Squat is... If volume is accounted for, you're probably gonna be okay. Well, and if you think about it from In like your form is better.
0: If you're thinking about it from like a developmental standpoint, like like an evolutionary standpoint, our legs are meant to be on and ran around on and doing stuff on basically every waking hour until we hit civilization as we know it today, right? Like right. like you're running around hunting hunting food, foraging for berries. Like you're on your feet. like so legs are made for volume. And I had a client once uh, when I owned a CrossFit gym. Yeah, he was paraplegic, and and I always was like, it makes sense that you can do that much volume with legs, because, like, you, that's just what they're made for. Same thing with calves, why well, you can train calves every day, because, like, you're walking all the time, or at least historically, we would be, right? But arms, you kind of can't do that, except for this paraplegic motherfucker. Dude's arms were like legs. Like, every day was it was essentially an arm day. He, we'd do, like, handstand walks for, like, 400 meters, like... And he would still be able to like press and stuff the next day. Like his, it, it was the weirdest thing, and it make it makes total sense because he's essentially using his arms for everything all the time. So I'm sure he's developed like the right muscle fiber mix to be able to handle that. But like, it totally makes sense that our legs would work like that.
1: That's interesting how quickly the body adapted to making his arms be the legs.
0: I mean, he was a paraplegic for like 10 years. I was going a- <laughs> to I will I was going to ask <laughs> how
1: long was he born that way? Like how long No, over- it was an uh, accident. Okay. Uh, cuz like cuz yeah, that was interesting like how long would it take for you well, know something to adapt to Well, that it was type funny of funny when he
0: when he first started he was like, "Hey, you want to do some like private training with me and stuff? You know, I don't really want to do the class thing cuz like I Oh, hey I'm paralyzed I can't do all the things I'm like yeah that makes sense I I was like dude I've never worked with someone in your population so like but hell if you want to be a guinea pig let's try some shit and see what <laughs> happens and just kind of through experimenting on him like, I was like holy shit the amount of endurance in his upper body is crazy and I'm like oh duh well why would it not be at this point because <laughs> like, right. even when around. he's in a wheelchair he's still like you know pushing around on it so yeah that was cool
1: that's yeah. Does, that that is crazy. I I can't imagine like how quickly, you know, the body would adjust to that.
2: Yeah, I will. I will say if if I was to do another squat thing, it might be thirty days. Just a hundred is like I got that right. under my belt. I got proof. Um, right. So anyone tell me, oh, you can't work a body part that much? You can. Um, you have to sleep. You have to eat right. Oh yeah, the, uh, the, decrease the recovery, your stress. The recovery, right? Is, yeah, my, my recovery was was spot on. I felt. Now, I will say the first four days, uh, my body was wrecked because it was like I was going from my squat sucks. system shock, man. And it was like, you going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and dude, like, we do this once a week. Like, I don't yeah. know what you're trying dude, to we, do. We, we. Like twice a month at that point. Really? <laughs> it was just like I was squat. My legs would be wrecked for four days. And I'm like, well, screw this. I could just deadlift and I'll be good tomorrow. Uh, deadlift and a bunch of leg presses. Call it even. And right. I, like, I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to yeah. be that trainer. It was like, I can't squat. Right. Like you know what I mean. So it was did like, you
1: see any atrophy with your upper body? Did you think that? Did it look like your really? No. See, isn't that crazy? because well, you were still doing upper. Body I, I was. Still. I was hitting upper oh, body. I were you still I was hitting
2: hit- upper body just as hard? It was oh. just leg wise. My only thing I was doing for oh, okay. legs was literally squat. So correct me if I'm wrong, but but like
0: if we would paint a picture of like a traditional training program where it's like four or five days a week, you have your leg day, then you have whatever split you basically were taking your leg day. Instead of going squat, leg press and all the accessories, you were just going squat day one, squat day two, squat day three, all the way through. So it, I bet if you did the volume, it was still going to be higher just because squats are a heavy movement. Um, but it probably works out to be decently close from a pure poundage volume standpoint compared to like an individual leg day. But just so much more squat movement practice. But you still had basically you'd hit your heavy squat and then you'd do your your arm day or whatever after. Right? Is that right? Right. Okay. So it, yeah,
2: it was. I honestly felt better doing that squat program than I ever felt doing like leg days. And it was just it's just the strangest thing. You Every day just is a leg day. Well, and if,
0: if uh, listeners, if you if that sounds interesting to you, um, you can probably scroll back and kind of see the the stuff Brandon was doing in 2018. Um, yeah, for that if, squat if, challenge. Um, and then if you want other resources, um, I know Corey G old muscle farm president. He, I think he's got free programs out that are like squat everyday program. He's been squatting every day for like four years or some shit. Um, that's crazy land. and then, yeah, uh, right? and then Travis mash has like a squat everyday ebook. He's got, I think three versions of it out now. Um, and I have the custom program he made for me. That's a squat every day. If you if you wanted to mess around with it, I I'll, I have, I'll throw it at you. I, I, no, that's
1: in that's in our that's in our secret vault. Okay, I, I, I that did, is in ours. Did you did you poke around and see that? I, I did. I, I knew <laughs> it's in. I know. I yes, our secret vault of of training supplies. Yeah. So it's interesting though. Too. I but remember. It's just like a wealth of knowledge that I basically I, I dig into. If
0: someone puts out an ebook, I buy it because like it just gives me ideas for stuff to try. You know, um, I, of course, most of my programming is I've had tons of success with Mike Westerling stuff and Travis Mash's stuff are probably my two bigger influences, but man, you'll see stuff sprinkled in and ideas from like all these other eBooks that have, that I've read and kind of taken pieces. I like from, and, um, I think it's super interesting. I think the last real study I read on lifting that kind of made me decide to just not really care about studies on lifting anymore It was a study it was it was a European study they took it was basically a number of different Soviet bloc countries where they have like controlled athletes right right and they they basically were trying to figure out what the best training methodology was. And so they had, like, some conjugate style. They had more linear periodization, you know, daily undulating. Like, you name it. And, like, they had an athlete do that shit for, like, ten years. And and then at the end of the study, they're like, we're going to figure out what's the best shit. These are people who are, like, state-sponsored athletes. We're making them run the same style program for ten fucking years. Like, let's see what really gives here. And I was like, hell, yeah, let's see. What, I know what I'm doing the rest of my life. As soon as this, I get to the end of this paper. And in the end... um. There was when you categorized all their all their stuff, when you went through all the numbers and came down to like the brass tacks of what actually happened, whoever lifted the most weight over those ten years, regardless of style, like whoever had the most volume and weight moved oh, were the people that were lifting the strongest. So like it didn't matter. like the overall volume and the overall training effect and who could stayed healthy, like staying healthy was the biggest variable. Everything else, it's like they all worked, so pick the one you like and just do it, was essentially the end right. of the study. So, I yeah. was like, well, pff, okay, I'm done. Right, about well, it. and, and, that's,
1: and that's, that's, that's the thing is everyone's like, well, what's the best way to get strong? Is it 5-3-1? Is it 10 by 10? Is it well, you tons find- of singles? And it's, the studies I've read are, are the same thing. You know, they, they, certain ones will have certain trends, well, and, but for the most part, it's and it's I think, all person by person. I think the,
0: the the biggest thing to take note of is how awesome the human body is at adapting to stress. If you put stress on it, it's going to get better. If you put too much stress on it, you're going to get hurt. So just finding the fine line of, like, stress versus recovery, there's your results. Like, it doesn't matter how you do it, if there's stress and recovery – and you don't get hurt. Like it, it's gonna work. That's why. I mean, I hate how you have like cultic linear periodization guys. You have cultic five by five strong lift guys, five through one guys, conjugate lifting guys. And it's like, dude, it it all works if you just like don't do it like an idiot. Just pick the one you like and realize other shit works
1: too. And only be okay functional with that. fitness.
0: <laughs> there isn't a bow ball. I don't want it.
1: <laughs> Brandon, what's your? I know I don't know I don't know what what Dan's got for time or what you guys have for time, but uh, Brandon, what's your opinion on some of that functional fitness stuff? Do you uh do you do you subscribe to it? Do you follow any of those functional fitness dudes? Uh,
2: I don't follow any of them. Um, I don't necessarily look down on them. Yeah, you want to put uh, anyone on blast? Well, we got nah, you here. Nah, nah okay. so, all right. Just wondering. Um, <laughs> I always try to get controversy. I, I don't Stir look. I plot. don't look down on them. Um, you know, dude. If you're if you're affecting someone positively, uh, right. you're making them feel better about themselves, you may not be getting them in better shape, but right. if they feel better about themselves improvement you help versus them. versus
0: I versus
1: Oh my gosh, what kind I think of the word? Well, while you can't think of that word, um I think it ha- I think all types of fitness programs have their place. Functional fitness is I think more for high level athletes where you have to be able to But well, everyone needs to function. Okay, yes, but not everybody needs to be able to move in multiple planes at one time or be able to adjust to a multi-plane movement with
0: resistance. You sound like a power lifter. Everything is bilateral frontal plane. That's it. Yeah, because it is. (laughs) It's all in the same
1: plane of movement, up and down. But, no, I think think it really does. Um, Transverse plane is for pussies. Kick you in the teeth. No, I I always like to ask people what their opinion is on different types of training programming. Um, because, uh, actually you and I were talking yesterday about, uh, landmine certification or whatever. Remember? Oh my God. This landmine training. I fucking landmine love landmine training. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the, there's a battle rope certification. Thing. There's an everything Not certification. To see this, man. I'll pull this up for you. Well, so, so we are well, running low talks. on
0: time. I will, I will give my, as, as if anyone cares about my opinion, I just rant. Um, uh, my opinion on landmine training is extremely applicable to athletic endeavors especially when it comes to like football um because of the angle of movement so like if you're football on the line you're coming up at an angle it's like between a a push press and an incline press kind of angle and that basically is what landmine training is i don't know about all the switch feeding switching hands stuff um, but as far as that, that pushing movement, I think that's, like, great for athletic development. I've always, when working with athletes, emphasized the push press over the bench press kind of for that exact same reason. And then when you think about the angle of a landmine, it's actually even better. Or, like, jammer arms.
1: That's interesting. You know, I I actually never, ever did any type of landmine training when I was younger. And I – playing football, it makes perfect sense. Like, it has a really good application but looking at it from like a spectator like just a person in the industry who, who works in, in the sport It looks crazy as shit It looks dumber than hell. I'm like well, what the hell is this bull
0: Okay hey we need to we need to kind of start pushing to a wrap up here and I have like a super important question that the three of us need to answer Oh yes F Mary Kill split squat pull up. Overhead press.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I will. I am on the end. So Brandon is our guest. We Brandon is our Brandon, guest. Go first. We want first.
0: F Mary Kill, split squat, pull up, and overhead press. So, like, a lot of people do this with, like, the big movements, but we wanted to get. Brandon is more of a bodybuilding, build some muscle, get, get in shape, dude. So I wanted to stay out for the big three. I will say. F pull-up. <laughs> really? Because you like it and it's sexy? Like, <laughs> you got to give us an explanation. Um,
2: I will say that is something that everyone desires and they wish they can get, just okay. like a hot chick. Okay, so oh. the, lust, the lust factor. I got, oh, it. I got okay. it. I got it. Okay. The pull-ups okay. are sexy. I'm with it. Hmm. Mary, I'm going to say split squats. Because uh, you want to be tortured for the rest of your life? <laughs> because uh, – it's what's best for you, even if you don't like it. Well,
1: I'm pretty sure you just took So my marriage word. is What's best for you? <laughs> even it's what's you very like even okay, if you okay, don't okay. like it. Sometimes
2: it's 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 going to keep you balanced. Um, and then kill will have to be overhead press. Um, <sighs> my soul hurts, man. Mine too, because I'm I'm very strong at it. But uh, it's probably going to beat you up at some point to where you 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 wish you didn't do it. You might as well kill it.
1: Yeah. I I all I could right. I could that's a pretty good justification for overhead press. Now that I think about it because Yep, of all those ones, you, that would be the one that would kill me.
0: Do you want to go or do you want me to go?
1: Um since since this, since you are the main host, I'll let you go last. I'll go oh, next. That's sweet of you. Um so I will so I'm going to disagree with Brandon. I think the one I am going to kill. Is it See, the it's,
0: not, it's not about who's right or wrong. It's about how you how you rationalize. So
1: it. yeah, I'm going to disagree with the pull ups. The kill the pull ups. Um, from a reasoning that I can I can replace pull ups with anything. I can do I can replace my pull up movement with another type so wait, of movement.
0: You, what are you doing with pull up? Are you effing, effing Yeah, we them no, we're they replaceable. We're, we're killing it. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're killing it
1: because I I can do lat pull downs. I can do bent over rows. So in I your mind, it's just, it's just backwards. It's, so it's just a back movement, so I can I can replace it with something else. Um, so I'm going to marry, agree with Brandon, the split squats, because while it is not necessarily going to be always your favorite thing, it's going to be something necessary, and then you get a really nice, it makes you look sexy.
0: I just need you guys to because to, I mean, to I'm think just, about your relationships well, and so, what this says about them. So, You're like, I want to marry the one that's good for me, but it pisses me off.
1: I mean, I'm just saying the one that makes you look good, <laughs> right? You're going to marry the one that you, makes you look good. Because, okay. I mean, you want to have big quads, right? Chicks dig quads, or at least mine does. Um, <laughs> I'm glad yours digs quads. <laughs> and then, so we're going to totally fuck the overhead press. Or, I think you said push press. Or split jerk.
0: No way. Overhead I, press. Whatever. Whatever. Overhead press. Whatever, you whatever overhead. overhead type movement. So I vote strict, though.
1: Oh, well, whatever. So I put that one there because so that you. is like your the best ever. Like that's your ten. That's your ten out of ten. That's your unicorn. That's the one that's not sustainable. But you can put you can move some totally cool numbers. Like I think I can. I one time could press, push press three fifteen. I think I push press, press to that. Um, so like I or two seventy five somewhere in there. Whatever. Um, so like yeah, fuck that. Like that's the one you're gonna fuck one time and done, and then you're you're, it'll probably kill you too. <laughs> You'll probably die doing it, but the
0: good f's always will.
1: Right. What 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 is what is yours, Daddy Dan? So
0: I'm gonna be with you on the uh, on the overhead press. It's dude, it's the party lift. I love it. I'm good at it. It's hot. It's sexy. It'll do you dirty in the end. That's why you know it's just a short term fling. Like it's gonna fuck your shoulders, just like she'll fuck your credit card. It's it's the same thing. So I'm down. I'm down with the overhead press. I'm with you there. Um, I'm gonna marry pull ups because like, like when you think of like like in shape older dudes, they can still rip off like 20 pull ups. So I feel like it's like the one that'll stay badass longer. Like it's the maintainable badassery. I'm like, I, like I've known dudes in their 60s that are like, can you do pull ups? And like rep out pull ups, and I'm like, fuck, I hate that guy making me look weak. And he's like 70, um, so I'm marrying pull ups because they'll still be sexy in my 70s.
1: <laughs> you say so, man.
0: All right, um, and then I'm gonna fucking kill split squats just because I hate them. I know they're good
1: for me, but I don't like them, so I'll murder them. That's why my squats better than yours. Or we That's will it. find out this week. I'm going to I'm going to do what you do 495 for three. Yeah, four ninety five for, na- naked knees for three naked week. knees. All right, I will naked knees four ninety five. We'll find for out
0: three. for sure at nationals.
1: No October. Okay, okay, then fine. In October, we'll find out because yeah. we'll compare your 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 squat and nationals and my my squat and worlds at worlds. Okay,
0: that's fair. That's fair. Are you rapping at worlds in London? Fuck no, or Canterbury or wherever the hell it is. Covington.
1: Yeah, I think it's in Covington. Okay,
0: so sleeves, and I'll be sleeves too. Yeah, so that's I know. We're, fair. We're,
1: we're sleeving up,
0: and when I out squat, you can't be saying that it's because I'm a hundred pounds heavier than
1: you. If you out squat me, I'm gonna kill something. I'll
0: for sure out squat you.
1: I highly doubt it. You don't even know, man. Like the, the shots have been fired. This is the <laughs> Eddie Hall Thor drama, except it's actually gonna happen. Right? I'm not gonna pull out. Jesus
0: Christ. All right. Well, let's uh, give the rundown here again. You can find Brandon at B Lewis Fitness. Nice, on the IG and everywhere else. You can find Preston at...
1: I don't know, wherever you want to find me. PSAC, PSAC 16. Come find me.
0: Or at fearless underscore fitness underscore boot camp. And you can find you and at... You can find
1: me. Strongman underscore Dan. Strongman
0: underscore Dan. And also, let me touch up on this. I had some... We had a review. I didn't... We, we need to read reviews. Oh, there. man. Next we week, we had some we'll reviews. reviews. Oh, my gosh. I should probably um, apologize then. <laughs> They're were, they were pretty amazing. If you guys heard our little audio clip on at Meathead Chatter on Instagram, um, they did not disappoint. They were weird.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <damn it.
0: laughs> so we appreciate that. Keep um, coming. Um, you can also hit us up on our Patreon, Patreon slash Patreon. Patreon.com slash meatheadchatter. If you want to be a contributing member because you dig what we do, um, there is a membership for that. There are also two memberships, one for powerlifting programming and for strongman programming, given to you weekly in a template format. And uh, those are still available. Still waiting for someone to take us up on that one. I'm sure we got it coming here before too long. Until next time, we will talk to you guys later. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. We'll have to do it again because I know we had another topic that we totally didn't hit yet.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm right. so sorry Thanks for having so,
0: me. No, that's all good. Right on. Anything, anything, Preston? Dude, uh, this was like a movie, TV list podcast too. We usually spend half the time talking about shows.
1: I know, right? This is a completely different one. We actually did meathead we actually, stuff. We actually <laughs> did gym things this time. It's <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. All right.